0: section sixteen of flower patch among the hills this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. dot org recording by kathleen flower patch among the hills by flora glickman in mildmay hospital an interlude i don't think there is anything worse than the sense of utter desolation that envelops you when the hospital door finally closes on everybody you know and you are alone with total strangers and unknown terrors ahead the dreariest moment of my whole life was when i found myself alone in a private ward at mildmay with no one whom i knew within call yet was it mere chance i wonder that the nurses at their prayers that day sang matheson's beautiful hymn o love that wilt not let me go it came to me along the corridor as i lay staring at the ceiling i tried in my heart to sing it with them but i gave it up when they got to the verse o joy that seekest me through pain i cannot close my heart to thee i trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promise is not vain that morn shall tearless be i couldn't see the rainbow just then nevertheless i got to love that room as one of the happiest spots on earth for the sake of the people whom i found there and during the ten weeks i remained in it i proved beyond all chance of further doubt that when god seems to be taking from us he is in reality giving us something better than all we could ever ask or think at the moment of the taking perhaps our eyes are too dim to see this but in the fulfilment of time when he wipes away our tears may it not be that in addition to banishing our sorrows he will clear our vision that we may see how marvelously he made all things work together for good next day i remarked irritably that i didn't like the green walls and i thought the green bedspread positively bilious the matron looking at me with a twinkle in her eyes said dear lady you shall have another bedspread this instant and as soon as you are well enough to be moved we will repaint the walls whatever color meets with your approval we can't do it while you are in bed can we meanwhile i shall call you delicate fuss and delicate fuss i have remained ever since but there was such an amount of misery bottled up inside me some of it was obliged to spill over and i once more reiterated my desire to die that's all right said the matron cheerfully but how about your tombstone you would like a really artistic one wouldn't you and being literary surely you would wish to edit what is to go on it now let us see what we can scheme out so we all settled to a discussion of shapes and styles and suitable words the nurses warmed to the work the ward's sister came in to give her views and for the first time for weeks i found myself smiling finally it was unanimously decided that the most appropriate and truthful description would be these simple words she was plain but occasionally pleasant but the time came when i was beyond even discussing tombstones when i could not bear a sound in the room and even quiet footsteps jarred me then it was that i found out more especially what the spirit of mild May stands for it was no mere perfunctory service that was rendered the invalid doctors matron nurses said nothing of the extra hours of work they put in on my account of the watching and tending when they were really supposed to be off duty it seemed wonderful that i who had looked forward to the inevitable with a terrible dread of being lonely and among strangers should actually find myself when the time came surrounded by friendly faces and cared for by people who had grown very dear to me and fancy a hospital where they went to the trouble of bandaging up the door handles to prevent noisy bangs Where they laid down matting to deaden the sounds in the corridor where they fixed peremptory notices to the doors enjoining all and sundry to close them quietly where even the ward maid constituted herself dragoness in chief for the time being watching and waiting and then pouncing on any unthinking person who might let a latch slip through her fingers or a house porter who might clatter a coal scuttle yet this and a great deal more is what they did at mildmay just because one patient was going through a bad time thanks to all the care i received i was at last able to leave the hospital of course i was glad to go out into the big world again who wouldn't be after lying all that time with no other view visible from where i lay but three chimney-pots i was glad to think i was going to be able to walk again and take up my work once more but i felt genuine regret at having to say good-bye to the people i had really grown to love during my stay with them i shall never forget the morning that i was taken away by a couple of nurses to the seaside the others came in ones and twos to say good-bye and in the midst of it the great surgeon walked in just to see what the patient was like before she started now confess he said a hospital isn't such a bad place after all is it I agreed with him, but I couldn't put into words what a wonderfully good place I had found it. I could only think what a contrast was presented between the poor, forlorn thing who arrived three months before, and the still very wobbly, but cheerfully smiling person who was now driving away. While the nurses leaned out of the upper windows and showered rice all over the vehicle. End of section sixteen